Listening to the Medic Materials Podcast, hosted by Mike Turek, Emily Yates, Kelsey Coons, and Gerard Cuomo. All our current EMS providers and educators with a combined 30 years experience. Each month we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, bringing many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved. Hello and welcome everyone back to the uh, Medic Materials Podcast. My name is Mike Turk. I'm here with Gerard, Emily, and in return, I am bringing back intern Kelsey. Intern. Hey! She is, she's, have you noticed I haven't been calling her intern lately? She's EMT Kelsey. Uh, yeah. She's always been EMT Kelsey Correct. or EMT intern Kelsey. Well, right. now I'm, I'm switching it up. Okay. She is now Medic Intern Woo! Kelsey. That's right. For the next... Upteen year. Yeah. 51 weeks. Upteen year. (laughs) Upteen year. So congrats. Congrats on that. Thank you. Um, It's finally June. She's allowing me to actually teach her like ALS stuff when we work Mm. together. So now she is. I'm officially an intern again. Now she's officially an intern again. She hasn't been for like the last, I don't know, four or five episodes. Cool. I don't think anyone noticed. I made it like a whole three months. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> progress <laughs> progress right <laughs> um so we have a very interesting call review today uh this call uh came to us uh from actually a different state uh which uh which is is kind of interesting because it's gonna have a uh, element of a flight team in there where their flight team is designed completely different than the ones that we deal with um and almost they're rendered completely useless on this call which i think mm-hmm. is very mm-hmm. interesting huh. so yeah and and it's like especially from like our point of view you know jess working i know what they do we all know what they can do here uh in new york seeing what they you know can give here is is crazy to me um so uh i think it'll be interesting but kelsey let's do your rig check and then we will get into this call review so guys we have officially reached 500 subscribers on the youtube page wow. so thank yep. you to wow. everybody who has subscribed and we our next goal is to get to 550 subscribers so it is june 15th so in five days operation at ease is doing a dog wash fundraiser at wagtown dog grooming it's going to take place on June 20th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So all the dog dads out there on Father's Day can go spend time with their pups helping out a great po- cause. Where's the, uh, where is that located at? Connected, I think, isn't it? Or Rotterdam? It's, it's Rotterdam. 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 Yeah. Rotterdam. At the yeah. Wagtown okay, Dog Wash. It's easily Googled. And, gotcha. and we said the last episode in the rig check that we were all going to be there. Yep. Liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire. I'm actually working. No. So right? I will not be able to go. However, you can get, you can get the itis. Yeah. <laughs> Top shifts with somebody. Uh, uh, I hear it now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how, how, you know, how hard I can make it happen to, to get me there. So yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully Dogs I can make it. Work, That's true. Yeah. Especially this, these, this you know, this yeah, cause. Exactly. I will most definitely be taking off for their August fundraiser, mm-hmm. which is the, uh, the, the motorcycle ride. ride. Yeah. So that one, no matter what day it falls on, I'll be there. So Continue. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, we're also asking that you go check out our Teespring pra- page to purchase some medic material. <laughs> 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 I get to date someone other than me? <laughs> yes! You missed the opportunity. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, 
and you can also support us by rating and reviewing the podcast on whatever streaming platform you listen from. And today, we are shouting out our listeners in New Zealand and Montana. Oh, the Kiwis. The Kiwis. And you know what's actually kind of cool? You said rate and review. I just looked at our reviews on Apple, and we are five stars. Woo! So that's pretty cool. One person. There's not one review no, right no, now. I was just going to say. It's, it's my dad. One, one, right? It's like, it's everyone in this room. Duh. No. So, <laughs> no, it's just my dad. Yeah. Who knows? So, does um, he have an Apple phone? No. I was going to say, wait, you don't have the Apple phone, but he does? Emily just got me hooked on an Apple product. Thank you. No. No. Yes. No. It's no. just an iPad, guys. No. Yep. Ugh. Yes, I did. What is wrong with I you? I will never get a Mac, though, Android, I swear. Android makes a good you know what? I believe you said that about all Apple products. I have an iPad. I will never get a Mac, though, because I can't understand Android, their Android mouse system. Tablets, too. You know. Not oh, as yeah, good yeah, as the yeah. Apple. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. I blame Emily. <laughs> the only reason why I'm sure I, we yeah. just lost, like, I don't know, 50% <laughs> of our listener base because... Everyone listens on Apple. Thank you. I'm here for you. I am here for you guys. I am such an Apple brat. Is kind of lagging is because I made the mistake of buying one that ended up on the Trump Chinese ban list. <laughs> so I mean, I have yeah, Apple Music. I remember that. My Huawei. Yeah. Your Huawei. Yeah. <laughs> It's, After it's, all I, those times, you were like, you're looking for a new computer. Buy a Huawei. Buy a Huawei. They make great products. I mean, they're, they're, they're fantastic. They make awesome stuff. I mean, okay, so you, they take your information and send it back to, you know, the, the Communist Chinese Party. But, you know, that's beside what the Minor details. Right. It's minor like TikTok. Details. I, mean, I, yeah. I, I don't know what's, exactly. what's worse, them or Google. You know? It's just like not TikTok. I mean, how much how much information can they take with all of your cow videos that that's they want? Awesome. Well, Kelsey back. likes cows. <laughs> if we pigs. need to interrogate her, we'll sacrifice a cow in front of her. Like, no joke. <laughs> yeah, but I still eat beef, so what's that really going to do for them? Nothing. Yeah, I mean, you know, almost like there's like that one guy in the, you know, their version of the CIA's building in, you know, the basement whose <laughs> you know, sole purpose is to gather intelligence on American cows. Yep. You know, then she's, you know, the... She's definitely the other treasure trove. Yep, <laughs> that's true. All right, so let's get into this uh, this call review here. So your system, it's a uh, rural, very rural response uh, district covered by uh, volunteer fire departments and a paid ALS private ambulance. And cows. And cows. And yeah, cows. Like that rural. Cow town. Yeah. This isn't rustic. This is rural. It's it's in between. Um, and uh, the, the paid ALS uh, ambulance is staffed uh, with a... A uh, paramedic and an EMT. Okay, the uh, the hospitals. There's two. There's a local community hospital, approximately 20 minutes away from the scene, and a uh, larger trauma center, approximately an hour away in one of the nearby cities. The uh, initial dispatch comes in as a uh, Delta Priority or Priority One uh, for a single car MVA MVC. However, you want to, you know. Car Do accident. it. Car accident. Yeah. P-I-A-P-I. A-A-P-I. Alphabet soup. Pacific Islander thing now, you, you know, it's funny. So totally, like, They've totally taken that away from us. Our local, uh, <laughs> our local regional trauma center has literally like sent out in one of their uh, press releases that they will not accept anything other than MVC. Like, oh, if really? you walk in and go, oh, uh, this is, you know, this is Bob. He's 35. He was a, you know, driver of a one car MVA. They'll be like, no, it's MVC. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, oh. because oh, it's collision and not accident. Please and accidents say that there's fault and people can't have please, fault. Please, oh, please, my please God. Me. So, if it is on purpose, I'm please. supposed to say like an MVP on purpose? Yeah. So, it's like. 
MVOP. It's ridiculous. The, the whole MVA, like I'm, I'm Move old up. school. I say MVA. Whatever. Let let them stop me and correct me once. I, I would be intrigued to see what uh, I will type what up in other back. states people call it. Call it. Like, yeah, let us know. on the Facebook. Yeah, that's interesting, interesting. Like, actually. Is that just know. here? Yeah. Well, I think the whole NBC thing came from across the, the pond because, you know, they're very... You know, proper about how things are supposed to be reported and whatnot, and I think their whole thing about well, accident infers that you know there There's was fault, fault involved or right. something, whereas a collision is yeah, you but know, not. It's but, an accident, right. not an on yeah. purpose. Yeah, it's whatever. What, so what if it was just <laughs> a single a vehicle, you know, rollover? I mean, it didn't collide with anything. Dude right. just freaking lost it and flipped it. Yep, it collided with the ground. Collided with gravity, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so, <laughs> so we're we're dispatched to a Delta single car MVA car off the roadway into the woods. That is that is what you get on initial dispatch. Did they find it this time? Uh, <laughs> the wild goose chases that we went on in the uh, last few weeks. I was going to say, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, police and the fire department are both dispatched as well as EMS. Uh, do you guys feel like that's sufficient for... Initial dispatch, police, fire, EMS for this. And we don't know anything. There's no other information information. that they get. Sure, why not? Okay. All right. So I want you to just bear in mind uh, this for later. Um, It's a, even though it's a rural area, it's a four lane highway that this is actually happening on. Separated like two lane, median, two lane. Um, And then the, uh, there was no like, Weather. It was nice and clear. It wasn't wet. The road was dry. Um, you the know, like warm, not, yeah. warm, <laughs> warm summer, warm summer day. Okay, so windows down, music up. Yeah, you know, cows waving at the cows. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, that's how I drive to school. Hi, cows. I'm sure she does. I get so excited when I pass cows. Did you pass on the sheep on the way here? Or did you no, I followed way? Emily. I oh, okay. the other way. But I think I feel like I should just go past the sheep because I that brought me joy was to look for those sheep every time I drove here. Anywho. <laughs> now we're just... This is terrible. So Anywho. To, no. Just continue. Okay. Um... <laughs> Upon arrival, the uh, the crew does not see the vehicle from the roadway. Uh, they're actually walked to the vehicle by the police on scene. Approximately 100 feet into the wood line, they come across a small hatchback SUV on its right side, the passenger side, bent around a tree. So Ooh, think rubber. like V-shape, tree in the middle, on the roof kind of thing. Uh, there is a frame straightener. It'll be all right. Yeah. There is heavy front-end damage to the... Uh, uh, or heavy damage to the front end of the vehicle. I mean, if it's in a tree. Well, <laughs> the roof is actually leaning against the tree. Okay. Right? So, like, if this is the tree, the, the car is bent in a V-shape around the tree. Got it. Um, there is... It's like playing horseshoes. Yeah. It's like doing a backbend <laughs> around the tree. <laughs> right. Heavy damage to the front end of the vehicle, almost to the point where the front of the vehicle is unrecognizable. So that's I regret my decision damage. to not dispatch the helicopter off the get-go. <laughs> okay. I already regret that decision. <laughs> so we, we are we are audibling, audibling, <laughs> audibling the decision on the helicopter. Yep. All right. Bad choice. Bad choice. <laughs> I don't think they have the blah, blah, blah in there. Yeah. No, I don't think they do. 
yeah, yeah. They got every other language in there. I'm sure they got pygmy. <laughs> the uh, the crew goes up to the car. They find one occupant, an adult female driver, who's pinned within the vehicle. Uh, she's currently accessible only through the back hatch of the car and has her body pinned between the roof and the driver's seat. So think about like she is pinned in between the two front seats looking towards the back of the car. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the, the roof and the driver's seat. Right. So the roof so has come stuck- in right. towards the top of the driver's seat. So she's not in the driver's she's seat. She's not. She is pointing out the back of the she's car. Between the headrest and the roof. Yes. So like her head's in the back seat. Yes. If you will. Yes. So she's almost like turned around mm. looking at, looking backwards. She's already ready to go out the hatchback. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here we go. However, the However. crew <laughs> the, the crew can only see her head, neck, the full left arm, and a portion of her chest. So if you Gee, what does that sound like? If you look <laughs> at like the if if you draw a triangle from her one shoulder, like her right shoulder mm-hmm. across, it goes from like her right shoulder to her left nipple, and that's as much of her as you can see. There's no right arm, there's no legs, there's no nothing. You can't access and what it. What scenario does that remind you of? Your overturned semi truck. No, well, no, that, that, too. that one. That was, uh, that was Geo in Geo's medic class. Collapse. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, so I didn't experience that. Yeah. <laughs> She will. <laughs> Kelsey will in Building a few months. Collapse. Yeah. Got it's, it in my head. It's, it's, it's funny, but that, like, when I did my thing, that was the first, like, right after I had my holy shit moment, it was like, boom. Oh, I've seen this before. I know what this is. Yeah. Because I remember the furniture all on top of our victim with just an arm sticking out mm-hmm. and a head, uh, you know, part of the neck and a piece of the shoulder. What are you going to do? Okay, well, fluids in the arm, EJ, you know, all right. the good stuff. You yep. know? Um, so looking at this presentation and everything, what are you guys thinking thus far? Like other than... I don't fuck gonna, up we're already. Gonna, <laughs> we're going to dispatch the helicopter. So help. like we need help. Okay, what kind of help? Are we looking for more paramedics? Are we looking for... Well, how much fire did we get? You're getting uh, the one, you know... One engine and the chief from the, you know, whatever department covers this area initially. Maybe talk with the chief and see if he thinks he's got enough to extricate. And if not, maybe get their rescue rolling if, if they don't didn't already. Okay. Um, yeah, helicopter. Uh, and then time to start figuring out what condition our patient is in. Okay. Do you, like, looking at it from the building collapse standpoint, I mean, do you... F- I, I feel like this is already, I can only access two feet of her, mm. you know, like a whole two feet of her yeah. that, that I, how much, how much assessment are we really going to be able to do off of two feet of her, right. you know, not being able to find certain things. Extrication, maybe right. see if they have a doctor that's in the area that might be willing to come out to us. I, I think this, this whole thing presents... Uh, some significant challenges for this crew coming. Okay, so the EMT kind of just fades off uh, and goes and finds the uh, the PD officer. I need the insurance information. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so true, it's right? True. They, they're gonna get the license plate unless that flew <laughs> off in the crash. Like find it. Um, and clipboard uh, in hand. <laughs> 
So still got the, my pen. This, yeah, this EMT actually does a, a good job. The uh, the EMT goes and finds the officer and uh, attempts to get the story on like if they if they know anything of like how they got there. I feel like something's going on. He wants and, his paper. <laughs> He made it like because I'm literally like I'm like hold on how long did you I think you made it about seven minutes because I'm reaching for it in my pocket and I'm like where is it where is it it's been sitting on my lap panic yeah and I'm just like where the fuck is it it's been sitting on my lap it's become this fixation thing I just even even if I'm not hitting it I'm I'm holding it would you like to like (laughs) yeah what that's weird. Anywho, so do you want, here I'll trade you my pen for the vape. I'm not even gonna say. I'll trade you my pen for the vape. You can hold my pen. (laughs) Just poke him when he uh. Yeah. Stab him in the arm when he hits it. Yeah, painful response. Yeah. So, I was gonna so, yeah. so the. Uh, I'm glad my uh, mouth shut. Okay, let's continue. Okay. So <laughs> the the, uh, the EMT finds the officer and they're looking for the story of how this car actually got there. See if, see if anything's actually. <laughs> would you stop it? Stop killing your lungs. All right. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to take you 10 years to edit this. It's going to take me 10 years to edit this. There goes my Thursday. (laughs) So the the officer reports that a a witness was driving in the passing lane, and this vehicle... (laughs) What? I didn't do anything. Kelsey, look at Turek. Just watch Turek. (laughs) He's going to shiver. I feel like I totally lost control. Wait for the shiver. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, we're good. We can continue. So I'm sorry. I have to comment on this. The fact that you're still drinking that Guinness Nitro brew is vile. He's gonna finish it. Watch. Oh, I will. <laughs> That's like ill. I know. I saw me drinking it. The pain on your face when you went to reach Ugh. for it and lost it. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Anywho, so I'm going to get through this paragraph. I I'm promise. just going to not so, look at Gerard anymore. The, the, the witness that's on scene said that they were driving in the passing lane uh, when this this lady's vehicle came up around theirs on the right-hand side, then literally veered directly off the right side of the roadway. No slowing down, no nothing. Sounds uh, like somebody shouldn't have been driving in the passing lane. Right. <laughs> went, went, went down into a small ditch and then launched the car off the other side of the uh, of the ditch. Kind of, awesome kind of like a Duke's right. Hazzard. Right. Like, yeah. like, like right into the trees. Did it like freeze frame while it was in the air and you heard that? Commercial. Well, they landed on the way back. Um, and uh, see, it took us about 10 minutes to try to get the movie reference. Hey, he made it longer with the movie reference than he did without his vape. That's TV. true. It was TV, That's not movie. Whatever. So, so Duke's a Hazard. The, uh, the car left the ground, went through the trees, and then completely disappeared from view. That's when this pastor, like this witness, pulled over, called, you know, 911. He was lucky. Because, like, could you imagine if nobody saw that? that? that would never been found. Can you just I, picture I just, driving down the road and watching that? Yeah. <laughs> Did I just see that? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Am I crazy? <laughs> but that's true. Like, Kelsey's 100% accurate. Think about, like, she, I feel like she's in banged up shape now, but think about, like, if she if sat there nobody for 12, was there, 14, 16, right. if that car was not there, no one would ever have seen <laughs> yeah. 
there, you know, nothing. Yeah. So uh, the paramedic now enters the vehicle through the back hatch and finds her to be cl- completely unresponsive with her eyes closed. Oh boy. Is right. breathing on her own, shallow, but at a rate of 10 breaths per minute. Something. Um, the initial carotid pulse is approximately 110 beats per minute. Um, so... With everything that we've gathered so far on her initial presentation, combined with the, you know, position in the vehicle, what are your guys' main concerns right now? Well, the unresponsiveness uh, would be head injury. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, our C-spine. I'm also thinking down the road crush. Okay. I think those are all fair points to start thinking about right right off the rip. Yeah. You know? I mean she's pain. I don't like the and I don't like the shallow at ten. Yeah. Okay. Especially if we can't see half her chest. Right. Now is it right, is it shallow because she's pinned and can't right, expand and can't, the chest? Right. Or is it shallow because of a head injury or right. or something else that we can't see? Um so uh, at this point in time, the fire department arrives on scene. The chief surveys the scene and realizes that they're going to need hydraulic tools, spreaders, cutters for non-fire people, EMS people, jaws of life type type tools. Uh, however, their fire <laughs> That's department. That's for me and you, Em. I was going to say that was for me. <laughs> that was just for me and you. Jaws of life. They are in my mind, okay? Right. And that, that's why I put it right. I got you. the way I did. Um, however, this fire department does not operate with these tools. Wow. Their so why chief, do they get dispatched to a car accident? Their must call for mutual aid, which takes an additional 15 minutes to arrive on scene. Oh. Be a good idea. We talked to him earlier before and said, hey. Uh, why does that not happen automatically? Who especially, knows? This isn't my district. MVC. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think of MVC. If it was an MVA, like I understand. It's like Charlie's over there. Yeah, no, right? I'm not, I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> MVA. You know? But it, but it's 100% accurate. Like you're thinking, you know, car into the woods. First off, why didn't this, you know, this dispatch center put auto standby right. helicopters on? Or, Especially if you know, the, the why? Especially if actually like described witnessed it. it. Right. Okay, so it flew into the air. <laughs> yeah. Right? Disappeared like, into the I mean, woods. I also think that that just shows how spoiled we are in our area. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. True. I, I will agree with that. Um, so meanwhile, operating back on the scene, there's not enough room within the vehicle for both providers to actually fit. So the paramedic stays within the vehicle while the EMT is kind of just handing their partner everything yeah. that they need. Uh, they place oxygen on the patient via a non-rebreather mask set at 12 liters per minute. Um, the, uh, the medic attempts to get a blood pressure on the one exposed arm, mm-hmm. uh, via the monitor cuff, the auto blood pressure cuff. And, uh, of course the monitor spits out three dashes over yeah, three no, dashes no. and, uh, they get super excited and they take a manual, probably what they should have done, done in the, first place, in, the yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. And the, uh, the manual comes out as 68 over 42. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the medic foregoes the EKG monitoring as they cannot access pretty much any of her body uh, and the chest. So they're like, well, we can't do that. Um, But they they do place the pulse ox probe, which returns as 93%. She is still breathing on her own at a rate of 10 breaths per minute. Does she have a radial pulse in the one arm we can reach? As of right now, yes. As of right now, yes. So um, we were kind of going through like 
crush. Starting to think she's um, bleeding somewhere. You too. know, yeah. that's kind of what I'm I'm looking at. Like, yeah. is there any diagnoses or treatments that you guys want to be doing like right now? Fluid. So IV fluid. Yeah. Like, find out what we can access and yeah. and get some fluids I mean, in there. Like, I she, agree. She's still breathing on her own. Okay, can she accept an NPA or, or I, don't, I don't know about the head injury. You know. Well, and that's it. So, like, yeah. with, you know, her position. How responsive issue? I mean, would she accept an OPA? Well, and that's, they never try. Okay. They never try an OPA or an NPA. And I am i don't know if it's because of her position. Like, okay. her head is yeah, looking yeah, down right, at the right. side so of the vehicle. Like, yeah. So they'd have to do it, like, up. Right, yeah. Um, I don't know if that was, was the reason as, as to why, as, or yeah, I was just thinking like as far as like securing the airway, like that's as far as I want to go right now because I've got things. There's that are, bigger you know, issues right now, yeah, happen, right. And not, she's still like yeah. she's still maintaining on her own, even though I'm still very unsecured about that yeah, airway. Yeah. Like, yeah. check it, file it. We'll, right, I'm keeping that yeah, in the back of my mind, yeah. but right, it's a concern of mine. Yeah, but you know, there's bigger concerns right, right now, now. I think okay, the oxygen mask is probably sufficient. Yeah. Right this second. Um, so the uh, the EMT requests the helicopter the scene at this time because, again, it wasn't dispatched. They see what they see, and they're like, we want a helicopter. Uh, just about the same time that the uh, – uh, at that time, the fire department – the second fire department arrives on scene. Right. And the two chiefs begin discussing ideas for extrication. Okay. Uh, a few minutes later, two other fire captains, one from each of the agencies, uh, joins the conversation with the chiefs. <laughs> Poor Gerard. <laughs> and now, now they're trying to figure out the best way to actually extricate her from from this vehicle. Uh, while they're having that conversation, the medic attempts an IV uh, on the dangling left forearm, which is ultimately unsuccessful. Uh, they, however, try again and attempt uh, with a 16-gauge uh, to the left AC, and they're successful nice. there. Nice. Um, the, uh, the medic hangs a 1,000 bag of normal saline and sets it as to wide open. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, we're going to fast forward and time travel a little bit. <coughs> Excuse me. 20 minutes Bless go you. by. Off you. That's frightening. 20 minutes goes by. Okay. Wait, wait, 20 minutes. What, what happens in this 20 minutes? We time minutes? traveled. We, we time, time traveled. traveled. Okay. So as of right know. now, <laughs> yeah. Okay. time traveling ahead, 20 minutes. The helicopter's now landing on the highway, which cool. is now closed down to all traffic, right? Definitely wasn't New York State. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, for the sure. The troopers would never allow that. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, fucking get that thing gone. We need to open up the road. Is really close to the scene only for tractor trailers. Right. <laughs> so, um... In, in this provider area, and this is where the helicopter differs, okay? In this provider provider area, the helicopter crew is a dual paramedic crew. No Ooh. Nurse. Okay? okay? There's no nurse. Interesting. And they have the same protocols as ground providers. That doesn't help me. Why? Why? Exactly. So this is something that we are completely... We don't. We haven't seen this so so in years. for years. So fast, so fast transport, fast transport. So yeah. they can do the exact same thing as the ground provider, just quicker. But they can just drive them, drive them in air quotes to the hospital faster. Right. Right. They're a faster ride. It's literally an air I ambulance. I mean, right. I still, even knowing that before, like when I said I regret my decision not calling, thinking of our right. air medical. But I still would have made that same it's decision. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's still a good call. You also now have extra hands. Right, yeah. you do have extra. So hands. now you have three paramedics on scene. Yep. Yeah, and I like that. Right, three paramedics and an EMT in in areas around here. That's like 
Gold. 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 Okay. Uh, the EMT on scene realizes that there's now a lot of hydraulic equipment scattered around the scene, but there's no actual fireman doing extrication. Oh, now, this is, this is 20 minutes later, remember. Okay? So the EMT walks over to the four fire officers still standing there. But now they're not discussing. They're they have their arguing. hands in their pockets. Oh, for Christ's right? sake. Now they're now they're arguing oh, yes. over extrication. Right? Who gets to do what? Whose idea is better? Whatever. Whoever grabs the equipment first. Right. So the EMT interjects themselves. And uh I find this hilariously funny. But because uh, this is something that I would totally do. So I am very proud at this uh at this EMT. But I quote from the story of these providers. The uh, the EMT comes over and says they have a patient fucking dying in the car. <laughs> they these guys have ten fucking minutes to get her out of the car, like figure out a fucking plan, stop arguing, and get to work. Just do it. Yeah. Just do something. And that's something that I've I would totally have done. <laughs> that's something I totally would do now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somewhere along the way I would have like wheeled in the word, you know, like like stop fiddle fucking. Right, some like of the, some of the good choice ones, you know. Right, like and right. and I feel like the EMT taking over that scene management control, yeah. even though they're paramedics visiting, you know, busy. They got status paramedicus with the with now the <laughs> flight team. Status paramedicus. But you know what? That's awesome because how many times do you see that the EMTs will be like, oh, you know. Command goes to the highest trained provider on scene. Okay, well, that's fine and dandy, but they're stuck in a fucking car. Right. So that patient needs that paramedic way more than the scene command needs to be a paramedic. So do what needs to be done and just get it done. And they're not even sitting there like, hey, this is how you firemen are going to extricate. It's not like they're trying to take over for the firemen. They're just trying to take over, get stuff done. They're advocating for their patient. That was literally one of the, I would say, harshest criticisms I received. What? I should have established scene command. What was I, I fucking doing? hate that? I I absolutely hate that when you're on a critical scene and there's not enough resources already, and the paramedic will be like, "Well, I'm command, so I'm not doing patient care." Like that doesn't help any one of these fucking critical patients. Right. I can honestly say, and I don't give a flying fuck about ICS or anything like that. I can tell you right now that if I had to do it again, I'd do it exactly the same way. But the thought of establishing scene command never crossed my mind after I said, "Give me helicopters." Yeah, and and I. You know, in in reference of the call, you know, the listeners don't know about the call, but we do. That is 100% the right decision. Yeah, I would have yes, made that decision. 100%. Like, I would literally sit there and be like, hey, EMT, police guy, fire guy, you're it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I have better things to do. So getting back, so the current vital signs, they, they read run all the current vital signs. Heart rate comes back as 80 via the carotid. I don't actually um, like that. No. <laughs> Huh? I don't really like oh. that. Don't really like that. There is a uh, we're going down. There yeah. is a loss of peripheral pulses on the left wrist. Shocker. SPO two exactly. Is- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I see what she did yeah, there. It took me a minute to yeah. process that. Uh, SPO two is eighty five percent now on the non rebreather mask. Uh, respiratory rate is now even more shallow at a rate of eight breaths per minute. I, I say at this point, all bets are off. Cut the fucking seat. Let's rip her the fuck out. Okay. All bets are off. Time for emergency moves. Okay. Uh, blood pressure is via the manual cuff now is 48 over 22. So she went from, what is that, a 20 she point drop? She's, yeah. she's, she's literally dying, dying in the car. She's yep. effing right? dying she's in front of them. So yep. I was going to ask 
where your guys' head's at, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that just answered in that that yeah. she's fucking dying. I agree. <laughs> so extrication now begins. Their now. idea their their <laughs> the idea <guy>. right, <laughs> they, their idea is to pull the car away from the tree, put it back on the wheels, and then cut it normally. Cut it normally at the B post. Okay, whatever. I haven't been a fireman in fifteen years. Whatever. What's holding? She's she's pinned to the roof because the roof and the seat are pinning her together. Correct. Right? Cut the seat. Give me a fucking sawzall. Cut the seat. Guess what? You don't have a seat anymore. I don't know if that was possible. I wasn't there. So, yeah. what part of her body is actually pinned? Is it everything like her below? Belly? Or is or, it like, so, yeah? Like so the the thing is, is we, we don't know. Tell. Right right now, the only thing that you can see is that you know. So her point of contact her, to the car though is like half is the chest. At her sternum. Right, you know, in a in a diagonal fashion from the right, you know, shoulder mm. to like the left nipple, just below the left nipple. Is it safe to assume the way she's sitting, she didn't have her seatbelt on? Probably, because she's facing backwards and not in the seat, really, and not in the seat. Question. So who knows? Were they? I don't think. I don't even know if we covered it. Did they ever manage to collar her? No. Okay. I don't even know if they could, depending on. Because, like I said, her the way they explained it to me was that her head was facing downwards, and I don't know if you could actually put it upwards, like hold it upright. My my thought process was if we're getting to the point where we've got to do a grip it and rip it. Right. Just slap a collar on real quick. Her chin's on her chest. Uh, close to the chest. It's leaning towards the chest, but it's not actually physically on the chest. I'm really trying to like put myself into this. I know. I'm like, it's yes. It's an interesting. They can't. Oh no. So I know all of our listeners can't see it, but the way I envision it is like there's a car here and like she's like this. And you can see this part of her right. up. So she's kind of got the Superman pose going. You should take a picture yeah. and put it on the Facebook page of you just like. We, we totally should. It's like a half dab, yeah, half some, like some, some take it out thriller. Of and say he's racist or something. <laughs> you know, right? Half so, dab, half thriller. So uh, while this extrication is going, the medic... The medic understands that she's quickly deteriorating. Like, they understand that she is dying in front of them. Um, Realizing that they can't ventilate her effectively due to her uh, position with a bag valve mask. How are you going to get a seal? Right. And that's it. They can't get a seal. They haven't even tried an airway because of her positioning, right? But this medic, for whatever reason, goes fucking old school Digital intubation. Awesomeness. And nasally fucking intubates this girl. There you go. And I was like, I love it. Like, if if that's what you can do. If that's all you can do, I'm not not against it. She's still breathing. She's still breathing on her own. Have we ascertained that any kind of head injury? Is there like blood that I can see? There is no blood that you can see. On the upper upper portion of the body, like her, her head or anything had any kind of trauma. No, I think that. Would, I mean, that I would, think that that's a bold statement, considering how the car. Gun. No, <laughs> <laughs> we, were so we were doing so good. We were doing so good. What did we make it? Ten minutes. Twenty-five. I think it's hard to make that statement because of how the car is and how she but is. There's no I think obvious you deformities. Is what I was right, looking but for. But my thing is, if that's all you can do, yeah, that's uh, all you can uh, do. Uh, I still would. I think that was a good I, choice I by say, them. I think even with just with what we have and we can see that yes, there's no obvious signs of head injury. We all know. That but if there was, would you have it. not done that? 
it would make me think a little bit more about it. I don't know. So I have a question. Um, <laughs> no, I, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm just. What would you have done if there was an obvious sign of a head injury, and that's all you can do? What would you have done? Go even more old school and digitally, digitally intubate. intubate? Like, I mean, let me tickle your gag reflex for a minute. <laughs> With missing fingers because she has <laughs> chop chop. <laughs> no, um, that's that's a damn good question um, because it's it, you're 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 fucked if you do and you're fu- I know that's and, what I'm saying. Potentially fucked if you don't. I mean, I mean, you're pretty fucked if you don't. If you don't, but you're potentially fucked if you do. So it's like, would you go with the? I, I, I knowing me, I would probably go on the. Fuck the potential. It's just I would have too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I 100 agree with this decision. Yeah, I do. I Head do injury or not. I mean, you 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 have to roll those yeah. roll those yes. up. So question. my question. So don't understand something. I mean, I get like your nose is in your head, but like <laughs> your nose is on your head. Your nose is on your head. Did paramedic school teach you that? <laughs> I actually just talked about our noses the other day in class. Yes. <laughs> well, that was Kelsey's question. There's your blonde moment you wanted on. Yeah. in your head. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. The pride I'm feeling right now. I feel like this is going to be the worst episode ever. I think so, too. Either people are going to be like, they've just completely <laughs> lost, lost their marbles so and laughing with us. Because it's such a great call. <laughs> and, and it's such a serious call. Right. And, and, you know, Kelsey's in your head. It's like we're, we're literally three minutes away from fart jokes. <laughs> Okay, so my question. So, I know like head injuries, they say like you shouldn't put an NPA in, but like why, I guess? Is it just like because in case it's like a bone issue? You don't want to like shove. What are you concerned with? What else can. Like, that's what what I'm. What what could be forced? Everything up there is soft. And the path of that would just break something. Like,. Think of what else. What else are we worried about with head injury? Like asking me. You, okay, so I'm gonna go off on a yeah, really weird a tangent here. Okay, do you rem, do, oh, have yeah. you ever heard or learned of how uh, the Egyptian, the ancient Egyptians, mummified people's brains? Yeah, they poured it all out through their nose. They, like, they pulled poked it. They pulled it. Oh, they took a hot poker. Stuck it up your nose, swirled it around, swirled it around and pulled it through your nose. Pulled what? Your brain. brain. Okay, that's how that's how the ancient Egyptians how got to your brain. Time? Isn't there so, like so a bone they, there? They, they, they if your nasal conchi are there, though. So, so conchi, conchi. So <laughs> if if there are structures there, right? The hot poker would go through said structures because most of them are soft and allow access to and the allow brain. access to the brain. So if you have traumatic injuries internal in your head, the nasal trumpet can do the exact same thing. It can go up and go right in and tickle your brain. And that's why they say head COVID test. Yes. (laughs) Now, if you had, let's say you had, you're increasing pressure, you've got some herniation, you're just going to go poke. And literally pop the balloon. Yeah. Yeah. Your nasal intubation just goes like theoretically would go down your nose down like correct. It's gonna go in the same way. It's basically it's a really big NPA. Yes. In simplest terms. Yes. So typically the the endotrol tubes. How does that not tubes, get messed up? So the endotrol tubes. The little. 
finger thingy you pull on. Right, and that's exactly what I was going into. So like an ET tube is just a tube. It has no strings or wires, right? On a nasal tube, it's an endotrol tube, which has a little piece of plastic wiring with like a hook on the end. And and it's connected to the end tip of the... uh, of the tube. So when you pull on that the little doll with the pull string, the little ring. Yeah. Yeah. You literally have that. You put your finger in it and you kind of pull on it. And And so when you pull that ring, it takes the tip and it pulls it upwards and it curls the tube. So as you're as you pass the tube into the nose and you're looking for or you're listening because you're doing this with a BAM adapter and that's literally just a plastic whistle that you put on the end of the tube. Okay. And as the whistle gets louder, the closer you are to the trachea. Okay. If you don't hear any whistles, you're not near the trachea right. because air moves through the trachea. It doesn't move through the esophagus. esophagus. So the higher the whistle, the more precisely close to the trachea you are. So as you're taking that that you know wire and bending the tube down into their trachea you're listening for that whistle so it's a guessing game it's it blind. is a 100% blind intubation that's why people don't do them anymore but that's also why they is have the f- to be breathing to do it because right. that is your landmark that's your, that's if you will. Landmark. like that's your yeah. gauge it's, it's, right yeah it has to be done on a breathing patient and and this is the perfect patient yeah. to do it on yeah. because she's already upside down. Like you can literally just track it up her nose and use the endotrol yeah. wire to bend it around and she's still breathing. It's it's perfect. So I, I agree with one hundred percent of of this decision. <laughs> How's that uh Guinness? It's fantastic. <laughs> so um, We're going to get sued by the Guinness people. <laughs> like, they're shitting all over our products. We're like, no, man, your product shits on itself. <laughs> so the, uh, once, once, the, uh, once this paramedic has successfully uh, nasally intubated her, um, they, uh, they decide to connect her to their transport vent. And uh, they begin to ventilate her via the vent 16 breaths per minute is at a this, volume of 400 ml. This, this is a football. This, yes. Okay. So just like our area, this area right. apparently has the same football palm so vents. Medical, they don't actually have like an LTV. Correct. Okay. Correct. What? They yeah, don't. Know, right? So right, and that's <laughs> and that's what's absolutely crazy about this specific area compared to ours is when I was asking the crew because I was like flabbergasted, like, right. oh my god, how does this even happen? They yeah, said, that, said when he said, the, oh, they hooked onto the vent. My first thought was, oh, good. And then I went, wait a minute, they, he didn't say what kind of vent. Right. <laughs> yeah. So this this air crew does not do interfacility transports, so they don't have well, they don't have like a pump. They don't have. Like a big fancy vent, they have the same gear. It's literally like it's an air the, 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 the ground paramedic right. took their gear, put it on, an, put it on an aircraft, and mm-hmm. said, "I'm now a flight paramedic." That's literally all it is. So, um, oh, I could no, I'm not gonna say it. Okay, at this point in time, now, now realize that you know almost probably more than a half an hour has gone by, right? The first bag of saline is finally noticed that it's been done. Right? Who knows for how long? Well, it's 16, 16. It was probably done, was a, probably long done a long time yeah. ago. And we, you know, skipped over 20 minutes. So yeah. Right. So the uh, the medic hangs a new bag. Cool. We're on our second uh, thousand bag of normal saline. Um, Have they rechecked vitals at all? Or? Uh, not since that 48 okay. over. No, no, no. The 
Remember, heart rate is now 80. Oh, 48 yeah, right, right. over 22. Loss of peripheral oh, pulses. Down, right. 85% down on the, the, the non-root, non which is why they, why they intubated. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and blood pressure was 48 over 22. So so now Ooh. the the fire department is ready to pull the car off the right side, back onto the wheels. The medic, I, I feel like this is like one of those been a medic for 25 years and just don't give a fuck anymore <laughs> because like – they first nasally intubated, and now the medic decides, I'm going to stay inside the vehicle as you move it. Badass. Right. Badass fucking paramedic. Bracing themselves as well as holding on to her. C-spine. Yeah. Not so much C-spine as to make sure she doesn't move once there's pressure released in the car. Yeah, that, that was my next question. Was and I was just going to say, yeah. How yeah. Long have we been compressed like this? Are we? Yeah. So you have to think initial... Uh, I I didn't you know do the exact time uh, time frames here, but you're thinking from the time the 911 call came in to the time that EMS got there had to be close to 10 minutes. Then you get uh, an extra you know uh, the extra we're, 15 we're minutes that it took fire mark. department to get there yeah. plus that extra 20 minutes. So now you're already more. looking yeah, at an hour, hour. Over an hour yeah. 45 to an hour at least estimated that yeah. she's been pinned before they do anything. Yeah. Right. So the uh, the paramedic stays in the car, holds on to her, holds on to the tube, make sure that they don't lose that right, tube. Absolutely. I like it. Um, the uh, the car is repositioned without any, you know, issues. And the firemen begin to cut parts away from the car at the B post between, you know, that right, the right. middle post. Um, for you girls, that's the post between right behind the driver's, the driver's seat. seat. The that's the one that you got to look the... in your blind spot. So another, Somebody had to explain that to me on scene once. <laughs> another 10 I minutes. I got it. <laughs> so another 10 minutes goes by. The firemen finally access her lower half. Uh, through the through that B post, they're able to see it. They find that it's pinned under the dashboard. The EMT is able to evaluate portions of the legs and sees significant swelling in both thighs. I have another the question. The lower portion of her legs cannot be evaluated because they're underneath the dashboard. Yes. So, was there f the first episode with the the big truck rollover? Yes. Would I be wrong to start thinking? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, okay. Um, so, bicarb. Bicarb. Explain. Yes. That's my whole question. Okay, because bicarb like, explain. Because, so we I'm talked gonna... about in anatomy, like, the, the cycle explain. with... <laughs> we talked about... Acidosis. <laughs> <laughs> Make CO2 Make breathe CO2. out. So what happens so when your about, muscles like, break the, down? So we talked about, like, the two-way cycle where, like, oh, increase... I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody got that. I like the, like I don't know, the equation All flows right, both ways. So, like, if you have increased CO2, your body's going to make more acid and bicarb to try. Why does your body make bicarb? It's a combination of CO2 and water, right? Why does why does your body, so you, you make it to equalize, right? Equilibrium. Yeah. Why would your body make more bicarb? Because you have an increased CO2 level. So it's combating the acidosis, right? So what happens when your muscles break down? You get a bunch of lactic acid build up. Acid. Yes. It's just a buffer. Bicarb is just a buffer. So it yes, it is a buffer. It's also a transfer device. 
So the only way that we can excrete acid is through CO2. When your muscles break down, like we can't breathe out lactic acid. Yeah. We breathe out CO2. So when right? you so increase we, bicarb, we, the right side of the equation with the acid goes up, which makes your CO2 level go up because it's trying to equalize, which breathes out because it goes back to CO2 and water. And you're also taking some of that lactic acid and turning it into CO2. Yeah. So like right. that side, you'll make more CO2 and water instead yes. of the other side. To be able to ventilate out. So you give bicarb to jack up the one side of the occasion. E- e- occasion. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> equation. Right. So that way you can... And this is why this off. is why ventilation in people that you're giving bicarb to it's is so, so important. important. If they're not ventilating properly, you're not, you're you're not, getting, getting, any you're not getting any of the acid out. So you have to be able to ventilate them, which is why I think this paramedic was thinking ahead of themselves yeah. in like, Managing I need airway. to get an airway right. that I can ventilate. And they're ventilating properly 16 at 400 with a vent. So they're having time to exhale and, you know, still be able to get off that CO2. Yeah, and for all you... That makes way more sense now. <laughs> brand new people, when you're doing your, learning your CPR stuff, when you're learning rescue breathing, right, we're looking for, right, equal chest rise and fall. Correct. Right. There's a reason we want that fall. You don't want to just keep pumping up their chest and keeping it, you know, we want to have it fully decompressed and then go back up because we want to blow off everything that's... That's coming out through the membrane. Yep. Cool. Good discussion. So the uh, the fire department. Um, where was I? Duh. Oh, By here we go. Nope. <laughs> nope. So as as I said, they they get to her lower half. They're pinned under the dashboard. Um, they can evaluate portions of the legs. See significant swelling in both thighs. The lower portion of the legs can't be evaluated because they're underneath the dashboard. Now is is. Are they still pinned? Are like, are they they are a, still so, pinned. So, so the, the dashboard clamp, needs to be now rolled to right, be able to physically the, get her but out. the clamp is still on? The, the, Basically. The clamp is, well, so you still have Yes, the because clamp, the dashboard right, is the there. The is still clamping down. It's yes. Not, there's no pressure has not been relieved yet. So there's actually two pressure points here. I was going to say, there's, it has there's the one on her chest. At the chest. Right. And there's now pressure points that you can see on the lower legs. So would I... But wouldn't the... I don't know. I have a question. Okay. Isn't the legs more concerning oh, yeah. for the pinning was, than the chest is? Like, I wouldn't really if worry we're about the chest. And we're, we're, my, my thing right now is I'm thinking, I'm thinking two tourniquets up high. Okay. Why? Before we unpin it. Because I don't want any of that because crap from to down To go there flood the body. Heart. Okay. Yeah. Because now you're thinking what, like rhabdo cell breakdown, yeah. crush syndrome kind of thing. Yeah. I like it. It's an interesting theory. We'll see if these guys do it. So okay. the uh, the medic takes another set of vital signs. Heart rate is now weak via the carotid at a rate of 40 beats per minute. Uh, heart rate is 16 on the vent. SpO2 is 90 percent. Heart rate is 16. No, <laughs> heart rate is 40. on the vent. Gotcha. You said heart rate is 16. Oh, on did the I? Vent. Yeah. yeah I was like what? Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Respiratory rate is 16 on the vent. I was like, okay, we got problems. <laughs> uh, SpO2 is 90. Blood pressure via manual is now 42 over 18. So our blood pressure is going down. We are now bradycardic, still hypoxic. 
Yeah, we're, we're, right? We're, Did I catch all that? I'm pretty sure I we're, missed some we're, of these vitals. We're well we're past. Away from we're circling the drain. We're, no, we're, no, we're, we're like halfway the, down there. The, 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 the drain was. The toilet already gurgled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're past drain circling, past fucked. We're now into the foo bar yeah. <laughs> realm of things. Um, not, I don't, I, I want to get your thoughts. You're really humming and I don't you know, know. I'm really glad this wasn't my call. So He's him and Han over there. Really got him part-time EMT. This this <laughs> medic needs to do what at this moment in time, in, in your guys' opinions. Is there something that they need to do right now? Do they carry a presser? Well, besides, I would say slap two tourniquets on the legs before you start taking the pressure off. But is there? Do they carry a presser at all? They do not. They don't. Another more line. line more I mean, I also. Where are you going to put it? Don't is we have our other side now? Chest? Yeah, don't we have our other side don't now? Have our you, I mean, arm? you could. I guess you could reach the other arm. Now what that does you it can look see like? legs. What does it look like? I reach her shoulder, her other shoulder. You I would reach assume half so. Neck. I don't honestly okay. know if they could or not. I would assume if you could see the lower half and like the lower That's back and, and legs, you probably could get to the back of her other she arm. Still, okay. She's not still dangling, right? No, no, no we're, we're right side up now. Okay. We're we're right side up. But she wasn't right side up to begin still, with. They still need to relieve the pressure between the seat and the roof right. to get but her she's body not dangling. Up, but she's not hanging okay. anymore. Second honor. If you can't get if you can't get access any lower than the shoulder on the other side, then yeah, I owe the humerus. Okay. And get more fluids dumped in. Uh, I like it. If we don't have a press arm yet, it's the only way we can try and keep it up. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, so this medic decides that uh, they are going to go the bicarb route. I have a question. <laughs> I have lots yes. of questions today. You do. Can, it's, ep- a, it's a good question call. Like, can lots something of things like are Epi be here. used in a case, like a traumatic case like this? Epi? Um, yeah. At my wife's level... Fuck yeah, she she probably if if levofed wouldn't work as a presser, she but could like, start an epi drip as a they presser. They have levofed, we so like, but we and but like, and these guys didn't say that got, they have that ability. So, yeah, but they got they got two buddies. Can't they have Would one of them know? call a doctor? I don't know. I was just a question. <laughs> it 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 would be it's an intriguing thought process as a second presser, it, you know. But again, they don't have that capability. You know, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool in theory, but we have to work within the confines of what they actually have. They don't have leave a fed. Maybe get one of the medics on a phone with. Yeah, but that's physician. what I'm saying is if they have, I'm assuming that's they have epi in options. general. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. It Would would yeah. you? You could mix an epi drip. But would you want to give an epi drip to this patient right, right now? I would. I understand that it'll fix the blood pressure. I don't think it's going to help. I think based on what our... our our limited capability. Um, yeah, maybe get one of those guys on the phone with a physician and say, "Look, this is what we got in our bag. This is what we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's think of some stuff here, right? What, you know, because this is going to go south, like well, in and, and the fact that you know, if if they're thinking crush injuries, you know, as as the table was, they could have called a doc an hour ago. Well, that's what I was thinking. And got initially, insulin and gotten all pan- of these other that's things. What I was thinking was see if there's a physician you know, around. Yeah, we can. Um, but none of that was ever done. No. So, you know. How hard is that, though, to mix up your own epidrip? Not. It's not. It's not, it's not, not hard at all. I don't know. I almost got one on the, one of the cardiac arrests you and I yeah. worked. 
Yeah. You know, but it is what it is. So um, this medic decides to push uh, 50 mil equivalents of uh, the sodium bicarb I'm good. I'm good and yep. in the thought of crush syndrome. Yep. And we're going to talk all about crush syndrome at the end. And um, at this point in time, the extra the extrication team finally is able to remove a portion of the seat, remove the portion of the dashboard, and she becomes free. Okay, and they get her out via a backboard, carry her to the roadway where they place her on the stretcher. Okay, they did not tourniquet or do anything prior to moving. Okay, okay, never call her. They did not call her. Okay, the uh, the EMT and the medic begin on the roadway a full on like assessment. Finally, get to finally be able to see the whole, you know, the whole picture here. Uh, they they find bilateral femur fractures with significant swelling to both thighs. No peripheral pulse. Uh, the carotid is checked, and they find no pulses. So manual CPR at this point is started because they don't have a Lucas device or other, you know, animated That's automatic nice. CPR device. So manual CPR started. The cardiac monitor is placed uh, by the... Uh, by the medic, and the initial rhythm shows a systole. The uh, the medic chooses not to fly her at this point and just moves her into the ground ambulance, and they begin transport to the local hospital, which is 20 minutes away. Uh, or they, they will begin transport <laughs> local hospital 20 minutes away. Uh, once inside the ambulance... I don't, I I don't disagree that. with that. I do. Trauma arrest? Trauma arrest... But is it? But, it right. is and it isn't. And we're going to get into what the hell is going through my head because I've I've stayed fairly quiet doing, throughout all doing, this. I mean, we're doing you're, you're doing good CPR. You're you're. I mean, the local hospital is going to have leave a fed. Six. They're going to have you know what I mean. Like I'm not really against that. Mm. I would have thrown on the chopper. You got it there. It's 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 an asset. They're going to get the same treatment as they would in the ground. Yeah, but can you do CPR in a helicopter? You can do CPR in a helicopter. That is a misnomer that people... I, I'm just saying, most people go, As I tell people that I work with, you don't put dead bodies in my ambulance, you don't put dead bodies in helicopters. I I think at this point... So, for those who are familiar with the uh, movie The Princess Bride, uh, I'm going to (laughs) say, make a reference here. It's... Shocker. In this case, I wouldn't what? necessarily she, she's totally dead. I would say there are many levels of dead, and she's just mostly dead. <laughs> Deadish. Okay, keep going. They put her in the ambulance. <laughs> All right, so uh, they put her in the ambulance, and um, the EMT actually takes the time while the uh, – I, I honestly don't know why they did this. It's just <laughs> – it's weird to me. So the EMT switches off doing compressions with the paramedic and the EMT goes and secures a traction splint to the larger of the two legs. So they're both swollen significantly, but they go, I'm going to put a traction splint on the bigger one. Okay, cool. Problem is they don't have a second traction splint and neither does the flight team. Neither does the fire department. There's no so way to like tape her other leg together. Right. So like, there's what's no the other point? way. Not a priority. <laughs> right. Yeah. That is that's a distracting, that's distracting injury. Injuries, Who yeah, cares at this point? Okay. So the firemen, one of the firemen, gets into the front seat and they begin the transport. 
While en route, they continue the manual CPR. The medic pushes multiple rounds of epi, 1 to 10,000 IV, as well as uh, one more 50 mil equivalents of, of bicarb. No shocks are given. They arrive at the hospital uh, with her still being asystolic. The ER team continues resuscitation and actually regains pulses. They oh actually God, get ROSC. I don't know how long it took. That's that's beyond my purview here. But ultimately, she will be transported to the larger hospital. I have absolutely no idea what happens after that's she got sad. to the... We don't know if she no supposed idea. to know the end. Oh, I'm sorry. Son of a bean. Dude. Are you kidding? That's worse I'm than sorry. the bandage. What? You're bad at telling God. stories. I'm sorry. Whoever sent this in, please tell us what the outcome was. Right? I, I cannot handle this. Make it up. I don't even care. <laughs> This is like the ending of The Sopranos. God. This I'm is sorry. Horrible. The screen just I'm, goes black, and you're like, what the hell just happened? I'm sorry? <laughs> I can only go as far as they give me information. Son I'm sorry. Um, but, I, I mean, honestly, if we're really thinking about it, she was hypoxic for a long, The prognosis long time. is not good. The prognosis is but not very hope. good. There is hope that she might be well, in a long-term care facility on a vent for a the vegetable. rest of her life. Well, I don't know. How hypoxic was she? For, I mean, because let's face it, we had the, we had a tube in, and we she was being ventilated. She was. At least her name she was. was. She was 93 when you got there. I mean, True. that's not the worst, but like. I mean, yeah, but I mean, we've had people that go down into the 70s, and they come back, and they're like, hey, how's it going? We're going for ice it, cream it, later? It, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. She did. did we ever get like an age on this patient? Or no. like around about age? Super old, super young? Middle. Like middle 20 or middle like driving that, no, like driving middle that age. Fast. That's what I was thinking, like 18, like <laughs> yeehaw in the air. She's gotta be like, no, no, no. This is this Maybe is she just fell asleep. Yeah. So I'm sorry for I'm sorry for the disappointment. For the disappointing wow. end. I quit. This is terrible. Um but before we end, I just want I wanna take the time you to like lied. Like, yeah, like, you like, you like, like, something like, up. Oh no, your dog is we, we we sent him up north to go live on a farm. <laughs> You know, the farm he's, he's loving it. There's rainbows and flowers and unicorns. And and okay, I just got an email. Bing, she <laughs> lived. <laughs> You're full of shit. Now I don't believe you. Oh, wow. That's great. Fantastic. I'm trying to, I'm trying, I, uh, to, I'm trying to milk it for you. I know. For the, I know. Yeah. Just stop. Okay. It's okay. All right. So, you get an email. I don't know. We're still sitting here in purgatory. We're also still assuming she's dead. Right. right. Well, they got Rosk back. At this point of the story, she's alive, technically. Right. See, live with that. She lives. No, she's a she's a bunny farmer up north, <laughs> taking care of everyone's bunnies. Right. I don't know. No. no. Every day. And <laughs> so, and so plenty of Guinness Nitro <laughs> old brew coffee. Don't wish We're that on her. She's had half enough time of it. <laughs> she should have given her bullets of this shit. <laughs> Put you right up. <laughs> So, I, I, to be serious, I really want to talk um, specifically about crush injury, uh, rhabdo, rhabdomyelosis. Um, we kind of touched base on, you know, cell breakdown and stuff like that. But the really big thing that we didn't say was in these types of injuries, when muscle actually breaks down, they're releasing potassium. Yes. Right? Potassium is, is fabulous within the heart. In good doses. Right. It's really terrible when you overdose that's on it. That's why we it. have a sodium potassium pump. Right. Isn't that great? It's right. a wonderful thing. I mean, that's also why they, 
IV push potassium to kill to you. Kill you. Yeah. Right. For, and and I was going to actually yeah, bring that up in that yeah. executions are literally just <laughs> overdoses of potassium, potassium. And then you have an MI and you die. Yeah. Like that's pretty much yeah. what they're they doing. They basically sed- it's almost like doing an RSI. They sedate. Yep. Then they paralyze and then they push the potassium to right. stop the heart. Yep. The end. And and the end. So yeah. we have to think about the same kind of thing with this muscle breakdown. With with the rhabdo and with this, you know, potassium breakdown of the or release after the muscle breakdown, we're giving the bicarb for that potassium control, right? Yeah. But we can also give calcium chloride. chloride yeah. Right? Calcium chloride kind of protects the myocardial cells because it's an antagonist to the action potential of potassium within the heart muscle. What was your fun fact about that that you told me once that I don't remember? Chunk? Don't push it in the same yeah, line. Yeah, don't push it in the same line. As so what? don't push Sorry, bicarb, bicarb and, and then in the chloride. same line push calcium chloride because it'll literally solidify and make chuck. And that you line is completely we useless. Line first though, right? Oh, yeah, we're nurses. Well, <laughs> okay. Yes, we're nurses. <laughs> 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 they literally pull Jayco on you if you don't flush between everything. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna try that. that <laughs> not in an IV. Not in an IV. Not a patient, right? <laughs> no. We're gonna make this clear. She's not going to do it on a patient. Wink, wink. <laughs> I I really do like your your thought process though on the um on the tourniquets. Yeah. Like that is something that we should be thinking about now with access to so many tourniquets in our bags. Yeah. Why aren't we helping constrict? That blood flow return yeah, I mean, if, back if, to the regular body. If you go all the way back to our first horrible episode. Um, it, was, it was great. It was just recorded was in a recorded, really terrible manner. It was recorded in the back room at work. Yeah. For those of you who didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that, that's so a, that's all that episode had. I had so. <laughs> I sat there and wrote, typed questions in my notes app on my phone. So yeah, no, I mean, that. that you know, with that guy, that that was like one of the things like we discussed, and we actually did. We we slapped a tourniquet on him before we we let them cut him out the rest yep. of the way. Um, and yeah, and that's the exact reason why is uh, you don't want all that potassium reflowing into the, um, str- the bloodstream into the right. heart. I'm assuming you don't remove the tourniquet; you just leave it and make it the hospital's just, problem. That's, that's, yep, that's hospital stuff. They yep. they deal with it. The hospital has a lot of stuff to lower people's potassium. Yeah. Yep, it, way more than. Well, we have, yeah, okay. you know, and that, and that was the other thing, too, is they could have they could have given, you know, dextrose and insulin. They could have given albuterol. They could have given a lot of these other drugs, but they would have needed a doctor to be there right. to give the insulin and give the dextrose and make sure that they could have started a, you know, a bicarb drip, yeah. you know. But I again, mean, think about it. If that, if these that, are things that they just didn't have access and to. If that or local hospital was, you know, what, 20 minutes away, you said the local hospital was oh, 20 shit, minutes they away. Seen plenty of time. Hey. Send someone from there yep. with a bag of good shit, good. And, doc, and that's you, it. You, you know, there that was you know? that was with a one bag of, the of good shit. <laughs> good shit. Um, Technical you, terms, folks. Right? Industry, industry terms. Industry terms. But yes. that's that's a that's a review point for people to take note in that. Yeah. You know, they called for extra resources, but they never called for like med control or a doctor right. or someone to come on scene, even though they were probably on scene for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Every bit of an hour and a half, you know. So I just just a takeaway point. The last thing I want to take, you know, have a point on is the you alluded to it. Is it just crush syndrome, or is there 
hypovolemic well, shock with it, right? Yeah. She's bleeding both somewhere. Those two femurs. Right. So I have to tell you, that's actually one of the reasons that I was going to bring up on why I would go to a local hospital because they can give blood. And yeah, like the true. two liters are great and pressers are fine, but there's nothing to press. Right. right. There's no blood. Right. Yeah. And fluid only goes so far in pressing. You still need right. blood. It doesn't deliver oxygen. Blood. It doesn't do then, anything. If you put her on the helicopter... In the same amount of time it would have taken you to get to the local, she could have got to the trauma center. So I'm center. not against going to the trauma center in the helicopter, but if you're going to put her by ground, I don't know if I would have taken the 40 minutes to oh, go no, no. to, go to the trauma center the local, yeah. versus going to the local yeah, no. shorter time to get blood or yeah. whatever management yeah, no, they're no, going to no, do. No, no, right. That's no. what my point on why I didn't necessarily disagree with them driving her to the local hospital. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if, you're, if you didn't have the helicopter, I would say then, yeah, the closest facility. Absolutely. But you have a helicopter. Mm-hmm. How long was the flight time? Yeah, I, don't, I don't really know why. They I don't fly that. Well, if it, so if you if it was driving, is it what, would have been shorter. Minutes? Driving was 40 minutes. Uh, the, driving was an hour. Was an hour? Was an hour. Then absolutely. So your flying time is probably going to be about 20 minutes or less. Yeah. So Give or take. Yeah. So to, to kind of put in the hypovolemia perspective, we carry six liters of blood in our body. Right? Yeah. Give or take six liters Kelsey of blood. carries probably more like four. Well, that's because you're tiny. Um, but now you have <laughs> nothing to lose. Now you have a thigh. When a, when a, when you're bleeding into your thigh cavity from you know your femoral artery or whatever breaks in there with mm. a femur fracture, you can you can hold one to two liters of blood within Her your thigh, thigh alone. Her thigh, yeah. Her, thigh. Her thigh. That's four liters. So you have to think that because they were like significantly swollen, I'm thinking there were two liters at mm. least in each thigh. And it's just which pulling. means now she's got two liters of blood circulating. Nowhere. Nowhere. nowhere you know? So, I mean, these are, these are kind of like big numbers that which we should be aware of. Which is an interesting point, of. though, that like how much is the bicarb going to work if no. four of her six liters is stuck, is stuck in her thigh, there, yeah. right? How much is that really going to work? Yeah. I, I, I honestly mm. think that this crew could have, you know, done tourniquets and could have called a doctor and could have done certain things like that. I don't think it would have changed any bit of outcome. Well, I, I think, don't think it would have No matter what, no. this was a setup for a bad outcome. Now, granted, she did get Rosk in the end. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened to her afterwards. But that's amazing to me that they even got that. Yeah. Like, I, it's the, amazing to me. The only, th- like, I, th- I don't even want to call it a gripe. Just a, uh, I guess, the only critique, I would say, uh, out of, you know, from a performance standpoint, is, um, we we have that golden hour for a reason. Mm-hmm. The time management. The letting fire dick around for 20 minutes. You know minutes. what, though? But I'm going to commend them for the EMT oh, no, no, getting no, on fire's ass and, saying, and hey, for the... the fuck, yeah. Right? You know, no, no. Yeah, but what did they do in those but, 20 minutes that we time-traveled through? Right, but... Right. Maybe... I think that was a lot of setup and maintaining. The, maybe getting to the what-the-fuck point... Earlier. Earlier. Yep. ...would have been um, more beneficial, but, uh, I mean, who knows? You right. Know, I mean, I'm giving them kudos. They're badasses in my oh, book because he stayed in the car when they rolled it. Oh, hell yeah. He nasally intubated upside down in a car, and the EMT gave shit to fire. I love it. I love it. Like that's stuff that you'd hear like whispered in the you know like, oh man, this guy did this. It's like dipping the NPA in the vomit and going, I learned this in Nam and shit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, any other uh, takeaway points or you know thoughts from you guys before we wrap this up? I I think this is long enough for you. Okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, it's I, fine by me. I think this was one of the 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 better calls that we've reviewed. That, that I think, was a good call. You know, there's a lot of people that I've talked to recently that have listened to past episodes and like, oh, this one's really great, or this one's really great, and I can't believe that this crew had that one. call. And I think that's this is going to be another one of those because they it's, can get through all of our laughing. Yeah, I'll well, edit some of it out. <laughs> I I think the only thing that's really drives home is just that, again, you know, know what resources you have available. And then utilize them. Utilize them. Yeah. Get get in there early, getting, you know, the helicopters early, getting that extra, you know, heavy rescue early, you know, um, telling fire to get off fucking pot early you know i mean maybe <laughs> yep. thinking about hey 20 minutes away we're gonna we know we're gonna be here on scene for at least 40 let's maybe see if we can get a doctor out i here. have to say i um, would never actually thought about that like bringing a doctor to me mm-hmm. in these type of situations episode. absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. because you know i just i don't know doctors are in hospitals you know i never would have like so gerard i thought you were going somewhere that you totally swerved so i was like you you were there, I and like, I was like, I was like Afghanistan, 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 Iraq. Yeah, <laughs> right. sort of. Yeah. It, it was weird. So I'm I'm sitting here, and it was with your, um, with your tourniquet comment. You were sitting there like, oh, would I? I don't know, not yet. And I and immediately in the back of my brain, I was thinking, Gerard's going to say in the next thirty five seconds, where's the doctor to amputate? I was thinking, and then he pulls out tourniquet. And I was thing. like, no. he totally fucking swerved the shit I out of me. I was thinking the same thing. I thought it was coming, and because is that a consideration I with a doctor, right? Is that a consideration here? It is. I think so. I think. I don't know. I think we're at a point where we're we're fucking. They did everything else ballsy. Let's let's legs in the field, you know, above the knee. That is a serious point, source for infection. You might as well just wave goodbye. I, I mean it. I'm not saying it's the prudent thing to do, but it's... I mean, I think we did anyways. Like, we don't for sure know the outcome, but, like, it couldn't have been good. Yeah. Uh, you gotta send that girl thing, home and she's got le- legs that aren't there. The, you know, mitigation. But she's living. My thing with the doctor oh, was the mitigation of the, of the reflow, um, you know, making sure that we don't stop her heart. I'm but, with you, 100%. Tourniquets yeah. needed to be applied. But you know what? I, think, I just I think thought you were going somewhere else. Scene, no matter what would have been a great idea just yeah. because you know maybe the doctor would have started thinking hey i we might be at that point where i need to get my my, my hacksaw out mm-hmm. who makes that decision the doctor mm-hmm. yeah i was like please don't yeah, ever tell me that's ever gonna decision. be my decision oh, no, that, that's can Kelsey you picture the, the worst uh, medic that we have in our area decision. and then think to yourself like i want them to decide if they're gonna that's cut my I'm fucking leg off i'm like i hope i would never ever <laughs> ever have to be like hmm <laughs> Let's cut this person's right. leg off today. How bad hey, you like it? Hi, Doc. How's it going? Uh, yeah, this is a uh, medic uh, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go ahead. I'd like to initiate a field amputation <laughs> <laughs> bilaterally above the knee. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. And I got yelled and at the other day for giving 200 mics a fentanyl. Imagine if that was the phone oh, call. Really? That yeah. actually <laughs> wouldn't have worked though, because didn't they have femur fractures? They had femur fractures. So it wouldn't, an amputation well, it probably wouldn't have done anyway. anything because yeah. you can't get high enough. No. In reality. You have to cut but. her in half. Yep. <laughs> then we need, so then literally, you need a fucking magician. Get the magician to the scene, damn it. Note to self, bring the doctor and the magician. You know, I mean, Roy's out of a bad shape, but you can see <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> what about the mass magician? And then he could tell us how he does it. That's too. That's too S and M. That's too creepy. Uh, Whatever. I see him. I start thinking there's a ball gag following soon. <laughs> <laughs>
quit the ball gag, I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you in July. Donuts. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you'd like more information on the podcast or to send us a call to review, visit medicmaterials.com forward slash podcast. To learn more information, like us on Facebook at Medic Materials EDU or watch our weekly instructional videos on the Medic Materials YouTube channel.